Welcome to the Nation's Church Podcast. We hope this message blesses you. Today I'm going to hit up another prophetic book. Last week we started in the book of Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah chapter 18. This week we're going to hit up Isaiah chapter 40. Uh, and uh, incredible what these prophetic books are. They have these big picture revelations of God's redemptive story with humanity. But as we begin to read and look at what God is saying in those big picture revelations, we also see incredible real-time, deeply personal application. Isaiah 40 verse 29, Isaiah writes this, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, particularly after summer camp. Come on now. And young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. How many of you need your strength renewed in 2024? Come on. They will soar on wings. Say soar on wings. Like eagles that will run and not grow weary, they will walk and not be faint. Can we give God a big shout of praise for the incredible text? What a great encouragement. Thank you so much, Sean. Today, my subject matter is simply this. Go higher. Turn to someone and say, go higher. Go higher. You know, whenever we start the year, there are, there, are, there are basically two pendulums people can swing from. The first end of the spectrum people can swing from is, man, it's been such a hard season in my life. So come 2024, I'm just going to barely try and survive, keep my head down, go slow, don't put any pressure on myself, don't have high expectations. And often people sit on that part of the pendulum because they're dealing with disappointment. They're navigating what it feels like to have come through a really difficult season. The other side of the pendulum there's some people like this as well, where they feel like it's the start of the year. you got to take the year by the scruff of the neck, PK. Come on, it's there for the taking. Carpe diem, you know, like it's seize the day and, and we got to strive and hustle and go harder. You know, that's that sense of, come on, this is the year that we're going to go harder. Both imply doing a 2024 without God. Both are humanistic philosophies. Once we enter the pendulum, we're just going to try and barely survive. Let's just, let's just go slow and just try and you know, lower our expectations. The other is to go harder and all of those sorts of things. But God is not the kind of God to stand at the start of every year giving you good advice on how to improve your life. How many of you know that? Throughout our life's journey in walking with Him, He continually extends the invitation to you to put your life in His hands. And when you put your life in His hands, He's neither expecting you to pull your head in, have low expectations, don't believe for anything, just barely survive, or go harder and strive. He's not asking you to go slower or go harder. Whenever you put your life in His hands, the invitation for you is always to go higher with Him. Come on, give God a big shout of praise today. You know, so 2024, I want to encourage you today, when you deep dive in a scripture, the understanding is that God's invitation to you is to go higher with Him. Here in Isaiah chapter 40, Isaiah speaks to the Jews. They are in exile in Babylon. So they've been through a season of disobedience and now they're living as a nation being oppressed by the Babylonians and they long for a better life. They know God has something in store for them. They're displaced. They're not settled. They were wearied from trying to stay loyal to Jehovah, their God, um, and yet living in the constant onslaught of Babylonian values and morals and Babylonian gods and ideologies and all of these sort of things. And so they're trying to do life, trying to raise families, trying to stay in good health, trying to make a living, trying to do all of these things while they're living under Babylonian rule. And it's very wearying for God's people. It's a little bit like living in 2024 where how many of you are trying to raise a family God's way, but you're living under the world system. Come on, it's, it's someone out there. And it's, it can, can be incredibly wearying. And, and 
uh, Isaiah begins to speak this, this encouraging text, this encouraging prophecy uh, over their life, encouraging them to go higher. My prayer for us in 2024 is that not a single person that calls Nations Church home will pull their head in, live a faithless life, nor strive in their own strength. My prayer for us that 2024 is gonna be the year where you decide, I am gonna stand with Jesus, and when I stand with Jesus, the invitation is for me to go higher. Come on now, somebody. And, and, and this is the thing that you need to understand about going higher. Whenever you feel weary, maybe 2023 for you, you've done God, you've done your Christianity with God at a distance, and you feel like maybe, uh, you, you know, that, that, that it's been a real trudge for you. Some of you have been putting your hopes on a person to not let you down, or, or maybe someone needs to do better by you. Maybe you're pinning your hopes on the property market to slow down before you can own your own home. Maybe you're pinning your hopes on a, a counselor to sort out your, 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 your spouse. Maybe you're pinning your hopes on your 17-year-old just growing out of that rebellious phase. Maybe you're pinning your hopes on natural circumstances to change, or maybe you're just pinning your hopes on the fact that maybe your luck could change in 2024. Some of you are tired of trying to achieve your health goals. You just want to eat all the donuts and, and, and stay slim, right? Some of you are just weary from trying and maybe believing God for more. So what do you do in 2024 when maybe you've ended 2023 relatively tired and weary? It's been a long season of the, navigating the pandemic and all of those sorts of things. Business has been tricky. Finances have been tricky. Well, what, what do you do when there's so many pressures in life, do you go slow, pull your head in, don't do anything? Or do you strive in your own strength, hustle harder? Neither. My prayer for you today is that as we begin to unpack the Word of God, there's going to be a sense that as I stand on God's Word, there's going to be an elevation in my life because God is not asking me to go slower or go harder. He's asking me to go higher. Can we give Jesus a big shout of praise today? So I want to take you a little further uh, in, in the Word of God today, because at times I think we can, be, we can start the start of the year being quite bound or being at the mercy of our circumstances. And that, that's not what the Scripture teaches us. The Gospel doesn't always ask us to pray away our hard circumstances. Do you know that? Yeah, so true. The Gospel isn't a Gospel that tries to... The, the, but the best way to say it is that the gospel isn't good news because it takes our problems away. The gospel is good news because it lifts us above. Come on, somebody. The gospel invites us to go higher. It, it elevates us. That's why you see all over scripture uh, expressions like go up or look up or stand up and, and, and these sort of things. You know, God called Abraham. He, 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 was, he was so despondent that he wasn't able to have any children and not bear the premise, promises of God. God calls him out of his tent to begin to look up and see the stars in, in the sky. So shall your descendants be. And, and you know, uh, the disciples were really despondent. Who are we? Just these ordinary 12 guys. We're unqualified. Can we even be used by God? Jesus says, look up and see the fields are ripe for harvest. There's always a lifting or an elevating when it comes to walking with Jesus. So make 2020 24 Nations Church, the year that you go higher. I believe this word is for somebody today. You can either choose in 2024 to get stuck in the swamp or soar with eagles. I know which I choose today. Come on, somebody give Jesus a big shout of praise. You can choose. How many of you know that the eagle doesn't deny the presence of the swamp? He just refuses to live there. Turn to someone and say, I'm going to go higher. Turn to the other person and say, are you going to go higher? 2024, make that the year that you're going to go higher. I was um, on one of my interstate trips last year in, uh, on the East Coast where they have horrible weather, not like WA, which is, how many of you, incidentally, really grateful for an air-conditioned room today? 
Oh, that's the most applause I got from you this morning. I'm preaching the heart out for the Word of God. You got aircon. <laughs> well, that sense of appreciation for aircon, hold on to that because building a future season is coming, all right? Just playing with you. Just playing with you. Aircon. I was on one of my, my interstate trips and the weather was horrible and um, I was about to board the plane. I could see through the, the glass windows of the airport. It was rain and all of that. We still took off and when we took off, you could sense the bad weather. You could sense that, oh my gosh, it's, you, you did a little nervous. How many get a little nervous on planes? You could sense the bad weather. But all that the pilot had to do was to take the plane to altitude. And as we did, suddenly it was like clear sky. It wasn't that the storm and the bad weather wasn't happening, the plane just flew above it. You gotta understand that it's God's design for you to live your life at altitude with Him. Come on, somebody. When God calls you to soar with eagles, He's not asking you to deny that crawling on the ground is tiring. He's not asking you to deny that. That is the reality. But the paradigm shift I wanna bring to you for 2024 is this. How victoriously you live this year is not measured by how many problems God solves for you, but how many problems you soar above with God. It's time to go higher. Come on, somebody. And so this year, I wanna give you five sort of really quick key areas of of God wanting to go higher with you in. Is that okay? The first one, I, I just really believe that God wants you to elevate your pursuits. God wants to elevate your pursuits. Everybody's chasing something. Let me go, what? No, I'm not chasing anything. Yes, you are. Everybody's chasing something. Everybody has things they want, desires, drivers, motivations, things they secretly hope will come their way. And Paul reminds us in Colossians 3 verse 1, if then you were raised with Christ. How many of you are believers in Jesus today? Well, this includes you. If then you were raised with Christ, then seek or pursue, chase those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. See the positional language. Those things that are above, pursue those things. Elevate your pursuits. Seek those things that are of eternal value, things that are aligned with the heart of God. Seek things that are going to give you peace that passes all understanding, not temporary pleasure. Come on now. How many of you understand that your life this year will go in the direction of your pursuits? Your life this year will go in the direction of your pursuits. If you're chasing me and I'm running towards McDonald's on Leach Highway, guess where you'll end up? McDonald's on Leach Highway. For some of you, that's not such a bad thing. You go, mmm, Maccas. Are you real? Some of you just woke up there. Someone say Maccas. <laughs> but your life will go in the direction of your pursuits. My question to you today is where will you find your life ending up because of what you've been chasing in 2024? It's time to elevate your pursuits. Come on now, somebody. The reason why so many of us are kept up at night is because most of our worries are linked to our pursuits. Most of our stresses are linked to our pursuits. Most of our deep concerns are linked to our pursuits. What's pulling you down in the swamp is what you're pursuing. Your life will go in the direction of your pursuits. So my prayer for you today is to choose what you're pursuing. Come on, somebody. It's time to elevate your pursuits. You can chase what's in the swamp or you can chase what's aligned with the heart of God in heaven. Come on. 2024 is the year that God wants you to elevate your pursuits. Jesus says this in Matthew 6, verse 31. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? 
Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first or pursue first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. How many of you want all of these things to be added to you? Elevate your pursuits. Give Jesus a big shout of praise today. Come on. Second area of going higher is to elevate your thinking. How many of you want God to elevate your thinking in 2024? I believe that God is going to give many of you the grace to go higher in the way that you think because your thoughts determine the quality of your life. Think about that for a moment. Your thoughts determine the quality of your life. It's not how your life turns out in 2024 that will determine how you feel about your life. It's about how you think your life turns out in 2024 that will determine how you feel about your life. It's not often what's happening to you that's really affecting you. It's how you think about what's happening to you that's really affecting you. Your thoughts determine the quality of your life. So after Paul says in Colossians uh, 3 verse 1 to, to seek or pursue those things which are above, he then goes on to say this in verse 2, set your mind, think about things that are above, not on things on the earth. See the positional language again. It's time for you to go higher in your thoughts. Come on, somebody. Do you realize that, it, that your emotions are the puppy dogs on the leashes of your thoughts? You're feeling the way that you're feeling because you've been thinking the way that you've been thinking. And the reason why there have been scenes in my life where I have been depressed and low and bitter and offended and toxic is because I've been thinking those things and my emotions, my feelings have been the puppy dogs on the, at the end of the leash of my thoughts. Come on, you guys are getting real quiet now. Your thoughts determine the quality of your life, it's time for the church to go higher in our thinking. Don't think swamp thoughts. Don't think swampy things about your life. Don't think swampy things about your family. Some of us, we, we, we tell people the devil's been messing with me, but the reality is we've been messing with the devil. We've been playing down in the swamp with him. It's time to elevate your thinking. The reason why your reality is the way that it is is because you've been thinking that about your own life. The, way, the reason why you, you, you seem to walk in the heaviness of the fact that I'm ugly and I'm worthless and I can't do anything and I have no energy and I'm a loser and I'm a victim is because you're thinking that way and it's time for you to elevate your thoughts to begin to think about your life the way Jesus thinks about your life. Somebody needs to give Jesus a big shout of praise today. Go higher. Elevate your thinking. Do you, do you know that even though the world tries to define you, whether it's by social media or, or whatever you read, or, or, or you, I don't know if you've actually woken up to the fact that the Bible Calvary has already defined you. This is how God thinks of you. His thoughts towards you are this, that you are a child of God. He thinks about you as a co-heir with Christ. He thinks about you as more than a conqueror. He thinks about you as victorious. It's time for you to elevate your thinking to be in alignment with God today because the book of Proverbs says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Your thoughts will determine the quality of your life. You get to choose at the start of the year the quality of your life. No wonder Paul's counsel to the church in Philippi was this, Philippians 4 verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is offensive, whatever is bitter, does it say that? It says whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, 
Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned, or, and, then, and then Paul says, whatever you've learned or received or heard from me, which is all this stuff, how to think, or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Cause and effect. How many of you want the peace of God to be with you in 2024? Yeah. Well, stop thinking swamp thoughts. Yeah. Come on, somebody. We all want the peace of God to be with us, but we don't want to be thinking the things God is asking us to think. Come on, somebody. Where God wants to take you this year, you can't afford to be thinking the same as you did last year. It's time to elevate your thinking. What you spent your nights fixated on last year, you can't, you can't afford to be fixated on this year. It's time for you to elevate your thinking to think God's thoughts for your life. Give God a big shout of praise today. Come on, somebody. The third thing I think that God wants to elevate in 2024 for you is to elevate your attitude. How many of you love your teenagers to elevate their attitudes? How many, come on, you parents, how many of you want your teenagers to elevate your attitudes? Well, I think it's incumbent upon us to elevate our attitudes first. This year, God wants you to elevate your attitude. Your attitude is vital to how your year plays out. In particular, your attitude towards what is happening to you and towards the people around you that you perceive as affecting your life. Your attitude is defined as this, your predisposed response, reaction, and evaluation towards people and circumstances. So the word attitude is not found in the, uh, the Bible because it's, it's, it's a modern English word. So the early English translators didn't have that, that same word, but it's, we see its effect. We see people's uh, responses and, and reactions to circumstances and people around them right throughout scripture. There's so many different biblical precedences for this. But I just wanna say this from the outset because of time. This is so vital. If you have a stinking attitude, guaranteed you'll have a stinking year. If you decide that your attitude is going to stink, I guarantee you your year is already going to be, if you have a bad attitude, you'll have a bad year because, because there, there is a sense of, 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 of the, the de-escalation, the, the coming back down to where the enemy wants you. But in 2024, a greater altitude for your attitude is installed. Come on, somebody. The altitude of your attitude is also determined by your view of who God is. How many of you know that your attitude when it's aligned with your belief of who God is, will elevate how you respond. It'll, it'll determine your predisposed response and reaction, you, your evaluations towards God and towards people. How many of you have ever been through a really challenging circumstance? The Bible speaks of a young guy by the name of David in 1 Samuel chapter 17. David is a young boy. He's not old enough to become a soldier, but then he, he comes to a place called the Valley of Elah where his entire na nation of, of, of Israel has their army lined up on one side of the valley and the Philistines on the other side of the army, uh, of the valley. And, and you gotta understand that in this particular instance, you gotta have the context right. It is not a fair fight. The Israelites were far more numerous and elite a fighting force than the Philistines. The Philistines were barbarians. They were not well-trained. They had clumsy uh, um, weapons. But what they did have, they thought, man, we can't beat the Israelites in a flat-out battle, so let's try and intimidate them. And what they did was they sent out their largest, the biggest, their tallest soldier called Goliath. And Goliath, for 40 days and 40 nights, screams intimidation at the entire Israelite army. This is the world's greatest elite fighting force cowering in fear, right? 40 days and 40 nights. This one young shepherd boy, David, shows up at the valley after hearing on the 41st day, 40 days, 40 nights, that's 80 times 
the, the, the nation of Israel have been putting up with this rubbish. Their attitude was to cower in fear. That was their response. David shows up here on the 41st day, hears that intimidation one time and says, what is going on? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Does he not know the God that we serve? Come on, somebody. And when the, 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 the army of, of, of Israel thought to themselves, their attitude was, man, this giant is so big, he's going to kill us. David's attitude, because of the God he believed in, was, man, this giant is too big to miss. Somebody let me at him. What do I get for taking this uncircumcised Philistine down? Somebody said, well, you get tax-free your whole life. You get the king's daughter. Uh, and, and David said, well, well, let me at it. I got the girl and I got the cash. Sign me up. There's somebody in here today where you're about to face some challenges in 2024. You get to choose the altitude of your attitude towards your, what you're facing. And that is gonna be hitched towards your belief in God. I'm here to remind you on the second Sunday of 2024, you've got the God Almighty on the inside of you. Come on, somebody. You've got the God Almighty on the inside of you. And there is something about uh, 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 coming to a place where the, 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 there is a determination that God, I serve, a, I serve an incredible God. And no matter what comes my way in 2024, I'm going to have a godly kingdom attitude towards it. What might happen to me might not be ideal. For some of you, you're going to have people criticize you. Elevate your attitude. Some of you here, you're going to have some people, gonna, they're going to offend you. Elevate your attitude. Some people here, you might find something at church that you don't like. Elevate your attitude. You might find someone that connects, say something you don't agree with. Elevate your attitude. You might not get your own way this year. Elevate your attitude. If you want your year to stink, then stink up your attitude. But I'm here to tell you today, elevate your attitude because God wants you to go higher. Come on, give Jesus a big shout of praise. God wants you to go higher. You guys doing Okay. The third, the fourth elevation is this, elevate your faith. Elevate your faith. Everybody's nodding at the start of the year. Easy to have good faith at the start of the year. But I want you to remember this when it's October. <laughs> when you've had some things not turn out, when faith becomes challenging. But this is what I believe the Lord is wanting to say to you today, go higher in your faith. And for some people here today, there are some things you used to believe for, you need to start believing for again. There's some people here, some things you're currently believing for, you need to believe for it in greater measure. It's time to elevate your faith. The writer of Hebrews says this, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Then it says, without faith it is impossible to please God. Here's the thing about faith. It doesn't ask you to deny the facts. If you ever are taught a theology about faith that, says to you, don't ever talk about the reality, don't, 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 don't even mention it, deny the facts, then that's not a biblical faith. Come on, somebody. Faith in the Bible doesn't ask you to deny the facts. Faith simply lives with the conviction that you need to soar above it. Come on, somebody. If faith is based on what you see, you're not walking by faith, you're walking by sight, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7. If faith is based on what your current reality is, you're not walking by faith, you're walking by facts, but God actually asks you to walk by faith, not denying the facts, but to soar above it. Come on, somebody. In 2024, we need to live up again to what we tell people we are. You know what we tell people we are? We're believers. So if we're believers, we need to start believing. We tell people that, or I often say to people, I'm, I'm, my name's Ken and I, I, I'm, I have a Christian faith, right? 
But in reality, sometimes I live like I'm part of the Christian doubt. We say we have a Christian faith, but we live like we have a Christian doubt. In 2024, it's time to elevate our faith again. Come on, somebody. And, and the Bible never asks us to deny what's going on in our life right now. The Bible, the Bible doesn't ask you to, to pretend that it's not happening. But the Bible does pull you up higher. There is a man in the Bible by the name of Abraham. And you would have heard me preach on Abraham a lot if you've been in our church. I love Abraham. He's, he's a central character in the Old Testament. God had given him promises. He was old. He couldn't have children, him and his wife. But God had promised him that he'd be the father of many nations. So uh, the promise and the reality, massive gap. How many of you experienced the promises and the reality having a massive gap in your life? Yeah. Come on, just three of you. The rest of you guys have all your promises fulfilled. Come on now. The promises of God, really massive gap. Paul revisits this whole elevation of faith thing about Abraham and says this in Romans 4 verse 19. With, talking about Abraham, Paul writes, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact. Wow. Isn't it interesting that in this scripture, there's faith and fact in the same sentence. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. That is somebody's 2024 word right there. Come on. Of course, you're going to face the facts. Of course, you're going to get that diagnosis. Of course, that P&L statement for your business is going to look a certain way. Of course, your tax return might read a certain thing. Of course, your bank balance might look a certain way. Of course, the feeling in your body, of the, the sense of you within yourself might, might be a reality. But I want to encourage you today, elevate your faith, face the facts for sure, but soar above it. Come on, somebody. The fifth area, the fifth area, as I land this, the fifth area in 2024 to elevate is to elevate your praise. Elevate your praise. Every time I preach about praise, everybody thinks, oh, PK just wants me to jump around a bit more and hallelujah. It's not about that. Partly it is, but it's not about that, right? What I'm talking about is a sense of being able to soar above and glorify God, praise Him for who He is in spite of what is happening to you. Acts chapter 16 is an account where Paul and Silas had been sent by God to uh, go on a mission trip, essentially, to evangelize the city of Philippi. When they're there in Philippi, they cast a demon out of a fortune-telling, tarot-card-reading girl, right? Because they cast a demon out of her, the authorities throw Paul and Silas into prison. The Bible says they're thrown into the inner dungeon. So they're stripped naked, they're beaten to within an inch of their lives, they are tied with their feet and their hands in stocks, in other words, chains to the wall. Their necks are chained to the wall. And the Bible says at midnight, someone said at midnight. How many of you are morning people, you go to bed at like 9 p.m.? I, I, know, I know that Deb goes to bed at like 8 p.m. She's never seen midnight her whole life, right? Leave alone being beaten and, and stripped and chained to a wall. But it says at midnight, Paul and Silas began to praise. They began to elevate their praise. I don't know about you, but when I read Acts chapter 16, if I'm beaten, stripped, chained to a wall at midnight, the last thing I feel like doing is praising because I'm about to write a complaint email <laughs> to God and to the management and to the pastor and to anyone who'd hear. 
Don't tell me you won't be complaining either. I've heard you complain about less. But God wants in 2024 for you to elevate your praise. I think sometimes we become really well-versed, become experts in telling people about our chronic complaints, the things that are wrong with our lives. We become experts in big detail. You know, we'll sit down and have a coffee and it's like an hour and a half later, the, 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 the person is listening to you, man, their face is melting from all the things you're just telling them that's going wrong with your life. It's time in 2024 to dethrone complaints and enthrone praise. Come on, somebody. It's time in 2024 to elevate your praise. Good times, bad times, in all things, in all circumstances. This is Bible. Praise and thanksgiving in a in lack, you know, praise, in sickness and in healing, praise, in promotion and in demotion, praise, in the limelight, in the background, praise. Just elevate your praise in 2024. Come on, somebody give God a big shout of praise. <laughs> Musicians, you can join me. Musicians, you can join me. Stick with me. I want to land this, but this is probably the most important part. I've said all of that to lead you here. Stay focused. I'm teaching you to do this today, not in your own strength. The secret to going higher in 2024 it's not by trying to go higher, but to walk intimately with the high one. It's to walk intimately with the one who is higher and above it all. David in Psalm 61. Psalm 61. I love this passage. I often read Psalm 61 a lot in difficult times when I feel like life's a bit of a dirge. Psalm 61. David wrote many psalms, and he wrote many psalms when he was a young energetic shepherd boy. By the time Psalm 61 comes and he's written it, he's now an older king. Life was tough. He, his army was fighting a battle that was, doesn't look like it's gonna win. It's this icky, long-running battle with an arch enemy, the Assyrians, sometimes friends, sometimes foe. His own children that are now grown up, killing each other. Things going bad at work. Things going bad at home. He's feeling down in the swamp. His heart is low. And as the Spirit of God begins to inspire him to write, as the Holy Spirit does to all our Bible writers, David writes this, Hear my cry, O God, and attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. For some of you, this is your word for 2024. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Close your eyes, lift your hands, say, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Come on, just say, lead me to the rock that is, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You going higher is not gonna come about because I've just, giving you some good advice or you've, you've YouTube some great self-help thing but it's because you're hitched to you're entwined with you're attached to and abiding with the rock that is higher than you there's going to be an elevation in your pursuits an elevation in your thinking you're going to go higher in your attitude an elevation in your faith there's going to be an elevation with your praise this year, you can decide whether you want to play with the devil in the swamp or you can soar with him and rule and reign in heavenly places. I know which you were created for. I know which you were created for. And the enemy wants to keep you in a place where you're bound 
in the swamp, lost in the weeds. But that's not God's best design for you. Thanks for listening to the Nations Church podcast. For more info, please visit nationschurch.com.